How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to the Daily News Update for Monday, February the 15th. My friends, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm going to be recapping all of the news from this past weekend. But just before we get started, I just wanted to apologize to those of you who are listening on ALEXA. I recognize I've been having some issues with the uploading process recently. And if you've been hearing duplicate shows, I'm going to do my best to not make that happen moving forward. It's user error. I apologize. Anyway, let's kick it off with the news. First of all, we're going to talk about NPD, which released their January sales reports of the video game industry, as we like to do every month. So in January, hardware sales in the United States reached their highest for a January month since 2011 at $319 million. The Nintendo Switch continues to be the best-selling console in terms of units sold. However, the PlayStation 5 is doing better in terms of dollar value because it's pricier. That's pretty much it for hardware. In terms of software, the video games themselves also, not much has really shifted. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was the best-selling game of the month, which is nothing new since it released. However, interestingly, it has also become the 20th best-selling game in U.S. tracked history. So literally in like three months, it became the 20th best-selling game since 1995. It's ridiculous. It's easy to forget how many copies Call of Duty sells. Uh, For January, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was number two, making it the second fastest selling title in the franchise behind Assassin's Creed 3. And then Animal Crossing New Horizons was number five, which is its first time in the top five since July, which I'm happy to see. I want that game to do extremely well forever because it deserves it. Anyway, that's all from NPD. Next up, we're going to talk about 343 Industries, who are the folks in charge of everything Halo. Because they previously mentioned that they didn't have any plans to continue working on Halo Wars, which is the real-time strategy version of Halo. And the reason they said for that was because they were focusing on the Master Chief Collection. Well, now the Master Chief Collection is basically complete. They've ported all of the games onto PC, and fans of the franchise are asking, are they going to return to Wars? However, on their blog, they confirmed in no uncertain terms that they do not plan on returning to Halo Wars. Halo Wars 2 isn't going to get any content updates or balance patches. They're not going to make a Halo Wars 3. They're just going to keep the game stable, make sure it's working as intended. Now, they very intentionally avoided saying the word never, because you never know how game development goes. But right now, they have a lot of other ideas and things to focus on. Okay, one of the biggest updates in Stardew Valley history, 1.5, is now available on consoles. So if you don't know, it adds a new island to explore. It's a whole new area as well as a different farm type, and all of the usual content updates that Concerned Ape will usually throw in there. Uh, You know, items, animals, heart events, things like that. And I just wanted to let you know about this in case you were thinking about replaying the game or you haven't touched it in a while. There's a lot of really great stuff there. They've also added local co-op, so you can play it with a loved one or a friend in person now. So anyway, it's been on PC since December. Now it's available on Xbox, PlayStation, and the Switch. Check it out. Okay, and the last thing we'll talk about today... Uh, It might be a game that you haven't thought about in a while, but The Division 2 from Ubisoft is still going strong into 2021. They had previously pushed out an update that they called Update 12 as as like a final thing, but recently they went back on their word and they said, hey, we've got such a supportive community and you are all not done with the game, so we're going to add even more content this year. Now, they didn't provide any details about what that's going to look like, but I think it's great that the game is popular enough to warrant uh, updates alongside all of the other games that Ubisoft has to worry about. So, once again, feel free to check that out, or return to it, if you are so inclined. But there you have it, folks. That's all I have to talk about today. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show. As always, back with the news tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone.
the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. It wasn't a super eventful weekend, but I think we had some cool stories there. One of the ones that really resonated, well, not resonated, but I found interesting, was The Division 2. Because this happens every once in a while, and you'll notice that I kind of pop in these games onto the daily updates that maybe you haven't thought about in a while, or heard about, or is a couple of years old, or anything like that. Because one, I think one of the benefits of this games-as-a-service model is that games that you really love, which maybe wouldn't have gotten a lot of attention over multiple years originally, is now getting a lot of attention. Like The Division 2, a game that for most people, you know, you play it once and you put it away, or if you released this game in 2005, a lot of people would have really loved it, but then, you know, two years later, they'd be trying to sell you The Division 3, or whatever. And so now we have these games that, you know, have like cult followings, because it'll be like one of the one or two games that you play on a consistent basis, you know, random listener, and all of a sudden that game is able to thrive and succeed. I think about games like, I don't know, Dwarf Fortress, right? I mean, obviously that game is meant to be played over and over, and is, is kind of has like endless replayability, but it's also a game that released in 2006, and now it's getting a Steam release, and like has this resurgence of players, because it has a fan base that has been playing the game since 2006, or even modern releases like The Division 2. I, I'm just amazed that it's a game that most of us don't even think about. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot that that game existed, The Division 2. Meanwhile, it has enough players that are spending money in the game that Ubisoft, one of the biggest publishers in the world, is able to say, yeah, let's keep this game going. It's the same thing for even some of the biggest games in the world, Roblox, right? Like, literally half of U.S. children, 50% or more of U.S. children, have played Roblox. And how often do you hear people talking about Roblox instead of something like Fortnite? Almost never. It's not in the it's not in the collective consciousness. So anyway, I think that's a cool thing to to like observe. And we all have it, right? Like I, I think all of us are gonna have at least a game that you've stuck with over time. I have the binding of Isaac, right? Most of you are either never going to play or only going to play a little bit of the binding of Isaac. But that game has a DLC coming out this year, and I am hyped for it. And I am going to play it. And anything else that Edmund McMillan wants to release around the binding of Isaac, I'm playing it. And he has enough of those people that are just gonna buy it, you know? Right now I'm playing Legends of Runeterra, a game most of you probably haven't thought about or are going to play or have any interest in, but Riot has had a ton of success with it. So anyway, all of this to say, I love that this is what games are now. And in some cases, it can be a bad thing. Like, if a developer really wants to take advantage of their community, I'm thinking about Call of Duty, for example. But in many cases, it's a great relationship where... The players keep spending because they want to spend on, you know, in order to support the developer. And the developer continues creating content because that's what their players want. And they have enough players to justify it. And it's good content, hopefully, not just anything they can push out there. Anyway, there's my little spiel about that. Uh, apologies for not having after shows the past couple of days. It's been a, it's been a wild ride, but doing my best. And uh, hopefully I'll be back tomorrow. So until then, farewell.